welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my bard, Hunter Van Lira. I'm definitely the bard. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're a paladin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're definitely a paladin. I'm not rogue. You're, you're the comics paladin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have all the knowledge, and you pray to the sacred comic gods. <laughs> we were brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics. I'm saving New York. Let's show off first with some news. Star Wars Visions trailer dropped. Oh my god. Oh, and the release date dropped too. It's September day. 22nd. Yes, September 22nd. Dude, that, I thought the Visions thing was going to be similar to What If, where it was just like, this is stuff that takes place in-universe, and it's weird. Right. I mean, oh, I would say in-universe, in canon. Right. It does And doesn't. it is out of canon, Yes. but I'm going to find a way to put it in there because yeah, I'm so neurotic. Right. But we have stuff like the Sith Visions thing, which the Ronin book is coming out for, so they're doing a tie into that. Studio Trigger's doing one episode. Two episodes. Ghibli, yeah, two episodes. Ghibli's doing an episode. I cannot wait. Uh, there was well, There's an episode with Boba Fett in it, for yeah. some reason. It's actually the rock opera. That's so sick. The him, it's, uh, I think, oh, I forgot what it's called, something Tatooine. It's the rock opera. Uh, there's a Boonta Eve episode. Yeah, dude, dude, I cannot, I cannot wait. Like, it's just so cool that they're expanding a little bit on, like, things we know, like Boonta Eve and... You know Boba Fett's story and how that's gonna play out. It's gonna be so cool to see some of this stuff. It's, the trailer looks amazing. It looks so good. Each episode has different style, obviously, yes. except for the ones done by, you know, two the same company, yeah. obviously. Well, no, because the, the the two episodes for Trigger are the are the twins episode. Yeah. And the um, what's it called? The Sage. The guy with the it's the, oh, the creepy old guy. Yeah, yeah. where they like the Padawan and their master fight the Sith Lord. Yeah. Everybody's like creepy old guy. Yeah. yeah. But that's what it is. That's it's awesome. fucking crazy. Dude, the trailer looks dope. It's only a minute and a half long or something, and it's subbed and dubbed in yes. Japanese. That's just such a nice attention to detail. It's so good. I'm so excited. I hope, and they already confirmed they're doing a season two as well. Yes. Same with What If. They were like, well, boom, yeah, two it's, seasons. It's easy to do that stuff, though. Yeah. I can't wait to see what else they got. I want them to get Studio Bones to do one. Studio Bones did the first season of One Punch, and they do most oh, nice. of My Hero. Nice. That would be a great one to do. Yeah. Whether or not they're in season one already, or they're going to be in season two. Right. I got to see. Sick. I don't remember who. I just this. know. Um, I don't trigger. That's all I, I only know. Triggers in there. And I think Ghibli's in there, or very Ghibli adjacent. Yeah. Because the one with the um the furry looking creature. Yes. Like the one that gets like a I think a lightsaber. Maybe? I think yeah. 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 That one looks like it's like a Ghibli style because I saw two of them like hopping down the, st- the stairs and I was like, oh, that looks like Ghibli. Okay. Ghibli, however you pronounce it. Ghibli. I'm super excited about that. It looks so good. It does. It's, it's going to come on right after What If, like the week after. Yes. Because it's only nine episodes and nine weeks from now, give or take. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be Cannot sick. Cannot wait. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's... DC, uh, Disney Plus is really putting out a lot of cool stuff at the same time. We got Turner and Hooch and we got Disney, uh, not Disney Plus, Doi, um... Oh, God, what's it called? Monsters at Work? Yes. And then, obviously, High School Musical, the musical's coming back, or my already wife, came back, or... I don't know, my wife loves that show. Yeah, so there's just... Oh, the Jeff Goldblum show's coming back. Oh. Dude, that... Have you seen the first season? No. Oh, my God. I know. It's literally Jeff Goldblum going around doing stuff. I know. One episode is, like, ice cream. The other one is jeans. One is shoes. And it's just so stupid. And they, like, they don't give him a script, and he just kind of walks around and goes... One is this, one is this. Oh, ha, ha. And that's the whole show, and I love it. I can't wait for that. All right, so, Star so Wars Visions. Super the, exciting. So, the studios are oh, uh, nice. Twin Engine. Okay. Which is doing two episodes. Steel Trigger, which is doing two episodes. Um, Chimerian Sistress. Science Saru is doing two episodes. And uh, Production IG. And then it's like Kamikaze Doja. Uh, not a Julie. Unfortunate, but also that leaves opening for more in yes. season two. That's awesome. No, I only recognize the one studio, but I recognize the art style in the um, in the trailer yeah. for some of them. I thought it was Ghibli, but I guess I was wrong. But Ghibli adjacent. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just excited. It's going to be so good. After so watching good. the first episode of What If and seeing that art style, I know it's not going to change every episode, but it's just such a cool art style. I was like, Disney needs to do more like fun animated projects besides yeah. obviously their Mickey Mouse and their Chippendale and yeah. their... Monsters Inc. Like I want more like anime style products because Netflix dipped into anime a couple years ago. And I'm watching Shaman King right now. Oh no, they didn't produce that. I, no, but, but no. they dipped into making their own anime. Hmm? Eden Zero is actually coming out soon. It's supposed to be like its own. Netflix made that anime. Yeah. I don't think it's based off a of manga. I think it's hmm. an original. Yeah. Could be wrong about that, but Netflix has been dipping into manga, uh, anime. It's really cool. So we'll continue this with Venom Two. Let there be carnage gets delayed until October fifteenth, twenty twenty one, which. I think that was the original release date for the year before, in 2020, I think. Yeah. Very close to October. But what's the point of delaying it now? They delayed it a couple weeks, I think, because they wanted to uh, wait it out with uh, theaters, and they also wanted to wait out the Shang-Chi uh, theatrical release. That's uh, sure. Yes, it's going to get released double, I think. 
Shang Chi's not. It's not really. So Shang Chi's really... theatrical only. Wow. Yep. Wow. And they couldn't fucking do that for Black Widow, so they, they didn't have to get a loss or whatever. It's very stupid. Anyway. No, because it was fucking the first movie they were releasing. Fucking COVID, post COVID. Not even post COVID. We're still in COVID. I know. It's post. No, because it's getting worse. Yep. It's getting bad again. So. Well, if you're not vaccinated. Yeah, and people are still like adamant against it. Uh, CNN was doing like interviews with uh, some people in the hospital who have COVID, and they're like, "I'm not getting the shot. I don't trust the government." I'm like, "Dude, you're dying. Yeah. Get the fucking shot. God. It's not gonna kill you. It'll Unless make you it better." Is. No, don't say that. You're you're oh, uh, you're one of them. No, no, God, I no. I got my shot fucking immediately. I got mine whenever <laughs> the day after you guys got it. I couldn't, so you know. They got hers. They got her first. You know, she can't get the second one for a bit. Well, she gets her second one in two weeks. Yeah, once the baby's out. No, the baby's not even out at the point. I thought you had to get the baby out before you do that mm-hmm. because it could risk like proteins and pregnancy. No, later on. It's because uh, she's about two. She's two months away from giving birth. It's fine. Oh, it's bad in the early stages. Yes. Uh, okay, I was okay. It's cool. only it's the yes. Back to comic book stuff. So yeah, Venom's getting delayed till October fifteenth, which is fine. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather see it in theaters, honestly. And if it gets worse, they'll just Sony's will just push push it back again. Yep. It's done now, though. We know that it's been done for probably like four months, at minimum. So it's true. I'm excited for it. I, I think the new trailer showed off a lot of what it's going to have, and it, I think it was good. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, got any opinions on it? Uh, well, we, we, did, we did talk about this the last episode. Yeah, we released really another this. trailer for the delay. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer <laughs> for the delay. It was very brief. It was just like a comedy bit, and then Venom and Carnage going blah. And yeah. They released a new uh, poster. Okay. Yeah, so it looks good. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I know a lot of people aren't, and but some people are. Because you're a loser, James. You're a loser. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. I know. You didn't really care for the first one. I didn't care for the first one. The second one is going harder into what the first one had. because. <laughs> well, that's, oh, yeah. that's the sequel mentality for anything. Yeah. So, But I'll still see it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to for the show. I mean, yeah. It's our job. <laughs> you want to hear us with the next news, man? Uh, we'll save the top one for a little bit okay, later. Cool. We'll move down to Hickman. Okay. So Hickman is going to leave X-Men after Inferno, but will be continue to do the Marvel events and X-Books going forward starting uh, January with a weekly title setting up the new status quo. Right. So with that all Another means... new status quo? Yay! No, 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 no. So it's not that. So Hickman's leaving X-Men. And someone else will take over probably. And he's um... leaving the head of X-Men. He's actually doing Marvel's next big event right after that. Oh, he's doing like the next Secret Wars. Whatever kind of. the title, yeah, the next okay. big Marvel event is. So that's why he's not leaving Marvel. X-Men... Post Inferno will be going. There will be a spin-out title that will be go weekly from January forward for I don't know how long. Mm. Uh, we'll find out more about it and as we get closer to the end. I of think Inferno. Inferno is going to be like the last one of the last events leading up to the fall of Krakoa. No, that is the fall of Krakoa. Inferno, Inferno is. I thought they yes. were doing five events, one for each year. No, well, three X. Oh, I see. They have the House in- of Powers. Yeah. X of Swords. Inferno. Well, Hellfire Gala. Hellfire Gala is kind of like an interlude. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes more sense now. Yep. When's so, that Moira book coming? Right. Uh, so <laughs> Maybe that's the weekly book. Well, he did say something. Well, everything's going to lead up to a new weekly book that's going to then be the new status quo, pretty much post-Inferno. For Marvel for and the X-Men? X-Men? No, just for the X-Men. Just for the X-Men, okay. Just for the X-Men. And then Hickman will be doing something else while that's happening. I hope, no offense to the X-Men people that like it now, I hope that the X-Men go back to being a little bit more around, besides uh, oh, just yeah. Wolverine. No, I know. No, I agree with yeah. you. They don't, it doesn't have to go back to the old stuff because I know no. you were like, eh, because you like the new stuff. But I want them like with the new X Men book, they're doing uh, they're doing things. Yeah, with the X Men, yeah, with like. Jerry Duggins, yeah, 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 actual superhero. It's an actual superhero book functioning within the Marvel universe. Yeah, so yes. I want more of the team to like interact with like the Avengers and stuff, which is oh, like, yeah. how I got tried to get into it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they're pretty much doing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I wanted to make sure because I, when I was reading that, I was like, all these X Men books, don't get me wrong, are cool and they're all interconnected, but it just sucks that none of them are like really reaching out to the wider Marvel universe that they used to do. Like, these yeah. have crossovers with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's so weird. I know, right? I don't like that stuff. I know it's because Bendis was writing both, but still. Well, yeah. Still cool. That's fair. But yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's not bad. We'll see more We'll see more as, yeah, as time goes on. Yeah, the new solicits come out, what? This week. Yeah, it's this weekend. Yes. Or this Friday. For no, at least for Marvel Year. Yeah. Which will bring us to November. Because DC dropped last Friday. Yeah, which will bring us to November. Yeah, so we'll know at least a little bit of it. And then next month, we'll pretty much figure out by yeah. the end of it. By December, we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so next up, DC is to partner with Webtoons for what exclusive one-shot content. So what it sounds like from what I read is they're taking uh, Webtoons books, like Webtoons uh, stories, and just adapting them 
No, that's what I read. No, no, no. So what they're doing? They're partnering up with Webtoons. They will be doing content that's strictly for Webtoons, featuring DC oh, characters. Oh, like DC is now a publisher on Webtoons, right? Like me or you, if we were to do yes. one. Okay. Yes. And they're doing like this what? week is Batman. Right. Here's like and a scroll of Batman. And it's out of, it's they're all out of canon. They're all kind of easy reading. They're all kind of ways to get people into comic books. That's really cool. Yep. I know Webtoons I used to be into uh, a couple years ago, and a lot of them are really fun. And some of them have like, of high really, school. Really, yeah, a lot of them have really intricate and interconnected stories that are like really cool. Right. You just got to get into it. There's um, there was one on there called Sweet Home that right. actually got adapted into a Netflix show. Yes. Not uh, it's still a it's still a Korean live, show. It's a live action one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a live action. Got of high school. It's from yeah. Webtoons. Yeah. It became an anime. Yep, yeah. Crunchyroll. There's another one that was also on Webtoons that became on to Crunchyroll. I forget what it's called. Top it's God. Huh? Tower, Tower of God, God yes. Yep. Tower of God and got high school. Both yep. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Uh, right. But yeah, that's why. So I'll be cool. I'm okay with it. I'm not crazy about this whole new digital stuff, but that I'm okay with with the reasoning why behind it. Yeah. All right. What else we got? So uh, we'll talk about the top one. So Chip Zdarsky called my goddamn bluff. I know. Chip, and, if you're listening to this, come on, man. I'm not made of money. I know. What are you doing? So Chip Zdarsky and also Donny Cates and Ryan Segman mm-hmm. have joined the Substack Legions. Ooh, Donny Cates joy. and Ryan Segman seem to be having the same press instead of it just being, this is just Chip Zdarsky. Yep. It's called, I think, uh, Kids Love Chains Press yes. or Chain Kid, Press. Kids Love Chains, yep. Yeah, so it's both of them doing their book that they teased for Image. Now going to there. Now going over to Substack. Dumb. Whether or not it gets produced through Image later. But right now, Substack is getting the big beef of it. Which is stupid. I know it's the Substack still thing stupid. is stupid. Dude, I, dude, they said that, um, what's his face? Chip Zdarsky is doing a book called um, Public Domain. Yeah. And they're all. he's also doing Captara Volume 2, which is a sequel to one of his books that he did way back in For the day. For Image. Yeah. So we Why have, don't you put an image? So we have Volume 1, Captara, in print. And yeah. I'm, I'm, if I, I actually want to read it. But now I have to go read Volume 2 digitally? Yeah, And why? I'm not going to have the collection? Yeah, it's why don't so- you put it in the image? These aren't like small publishers. I, I, I get why. Dark Horse wants to produce them, similar to how Scott Snyder's thing with Comixology, where he can get it produced through Dark Horse. Right. That could be cool, or whether it produced through Image, maybe. Right. But it's still just aggravating. And I get I why. understand. They want to make money. God forbid this... A lot of this goes down to the whole IP issue. What, and also they, with the diamond stuff. It has nothing to do with the diamond stuff. Like it has zero to do with the diamond stuff. Because what it is, these they're not Joe Schmoes. That's what it is. That's it's true. not like it's not like they can't that those books put, put through image. That's true. You know, it has nothing to do with diamond stuff. It has more to do with uh, the fact that they they want money because they, if they if, they want it directly rather than having like right it be spent on uh, distribution. Well, and not even then that. They only get a chunk of it instead well, no, of getting not, all of it's it. It's not even that. I'm talking about like Godfrey gets picked up for a movie. That's what they're oh, looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of what happened with Drew Baker and Tanisha yep. Coates and Marvel and DC not giving their creators more than $5,000 per right. take yeah. on um, their stories that they're adapting. That's all this is. So that means if Chip Zdarsky's is... story, Public Domain, gets picked up, he gets everything. everything. Well, depending on what his contract says. $5,000. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was talking to Bill Poor today. Yeah. He's a screenplay writer for Sony. All writers get $5,000 straight up unless you have a lawyer that tells you otherwise. He only got five for his? I don't know if I don't know if he got picked up for Kaiju School. Oh, oh it's just... A, we were just talking in general. Okay. Yeah, we were just talking in general. If your book gets adapted, you get 5000 straight up. That's what you're going first. They're starting off with. But also remember, Marvel Studios owns this stuff. Yeah. It's not like it's going through like legendary pictures or Sony mm. Entertainment or whatever. So Empty Man, the movie that came out, Cullen Bunnell got five k. No, for the for it to be picked up, not for the creation of it. Oh, okay. So, so he got, every time a studio, so every so time, every time a, studio, a studio options it, yes, he gets five thousand dollars. Okay. So even well, the, but since it's just Marvel, just the one five k isn't like crazy, right? And then they're not getting extra money; they're just because getting they the one pickup, right? Because yeah. they own it. So with Cullen Bunn, it may have gotten picked up by Legendary, and, and then, then flopped, and it, Sony, and then whatever, and then he got five five five, and then whatever it came back, and the then contract. whatever, and then he gets more mm, because he gets it, picked up and produced and whatever. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now it's making more sense. That's, I was like, wait a second. That's People why. are complaining about... Okay, now I get it. Yes, that's why. So yeah, so if Chip Zdarsky or Ryan Stegman and Donny Cates or Tinian... They make more their, money in their figures. Which is totally fair. Yeah, which is, I get it. It sucks for the readers because they're now getting locked behind literal paywalls for content that could be... I mean, I know paywalls, comics are paywalls too. Kind of. But it's only $4 for the paywall or $20 for the paywall unless you're going bigger and bigger for like hardcovers and softcovers right. and whatever. But now it's $80 
I'm not paying, and God forbid, I'm not paying eight dollars for a subscription server if I read two of those books. Chip Zdarsky is putting out two books right now, and he said, right. you know, that he's giving like out all the like he's like you get all the bits, you get all my videos, you get all this cool. and that, and he's gonna like. But it's eighty dollars like, for two books. Exactly. That's stupid. Eighty dollars a year. A for year two for two books. So uh, luckily, it's not eighty dollars a month. Right, but also be it's about five dollars a month or something like that. Uh, you know, it ends up being eight. It ends up being, yeah, it ends up being like five and something yeah. a month. Um, but if you're getting, if you're getting one book, it pretty much ends up being one book month, which is fair. Yeah. But if it sucks, you still paid it. You don't get money yeah. back and from also, it. And also, that's if they do 12. Yeah, if they do 12 issues. Yeah. His let's public, say public domain might be, like... Let's say just a six. Might be an ongoing. Right. But Captara is probably only going to be five to six issues. Right. So you paid $80 for six issues. Exactly. And that's like... You pretty much paid... paid $80 for a trade. Yeah. In, in, in a sense. Yeah, pretty much. That's like crazy. Unless pretty it's much. like... like the the even omnibuses don't even cost that much right. sometimes. You pay eighty dollars for six issues. Yeah, that's a must little nuts. be nice. It's a little nuts. Yeah, I love Chip Zdarsky, like, but I'm gonna but wait look at until the library like... you get. Like I don't want to read all these other guys. Like yeah. you know, and again, let's say there's a hundred stories on there. That's awesome. You're pretty much getting them less less than a dollar. Yeah. But if you end up not liking any of them and you paid eighty dollars, you just you just blew eighty dollars for one issue of a piece. Yeah, and it's not like it's eighty bucks for Substack. Period. It's eighty bucks for Chip Zdarsky Substack. Eighty bucks for Tinian Substack. Eighty bucks for Snyder. Substack is Substack. stupid. Uh, it's just, it's it's basically just comic book Patreon. Yeah. Or uh, writing Patreon. But yeah. Uh, no, not writing. It's also art. But you know what I mean. Creative Patreon. Yeah. No, because it's, it's Patreon. I don't know, man. It's Patreon for comic books. It's uh, just Patreon. It's just Patreon, without boobies. It's annoying. For now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. For now. It's a little annoying having creators jump on this bandwagon, and I feel like it'll fail at some point, or the the books will be either like really good that Dark Horse or Image will be like, hey, we'll produce the graphic novel, and then we'll get it in some physical release. But it just sucks that they're pay they're like paywalling up the the floppies. Dude, I like Bleeding Cool put put the article put, put the article out today about it. Is are they on our side? Or are they are they with them? Because there's... no, dude, people like people are bitching and complaining about Substack. The entire time. And Ble- Bleeding Cool is like, but it's the greatest thing since sliced no, bread. No, no, Okay, no. they're against it too? They didn't even really go into it. I they know sometimes they have it. hot takes, but... I know. You know, okay. So they're not like too into the situation no, no, either. No. I don't know. I don't like it, but I understand it from a... Because po- if me and you were to go into the business... I get and it. And we had that opportunity to do... People were like, we'd pay for just your stuff. I would love that. I get the money directly I get to it. me. I get to keep all the rights to my books. Absolutely. I split the profits with anyone besides you or my artist. Right. It just... Sucks for the reader, and yeah. I feel bad as a creator for the reader. Like, oh right. man, if you don't have money, that's where you, have to you come from. Yeah, you know, you know. I come from a retail perspective nowadays instead of just coming from a fan's perspective. Right. Even in a fan's perspective, it sucks. But as a retailer's perspective, it sucks even more. Because they literally bite the both. Hand. I'm a retailer and a fan. This yeah, sucks. they're literally biting the hand that feeds them. Yeah. So they're like, well, you just don't have to go to your retail and get it. All right, cool. But you know, who's hand selling your books? Telling more people to buy your books? Retailers. Yeah. If retailers stop picking up your books. No one would know who you are. Exactly. You, we have to hand sell things. Yeah. If we like a book that's from a smaller publisher that we, you know, or like one of our friends has a book, yeah. we have to hand sell that yeah. because they don't know who these people are. Exactly. Yeah, Chip Zdarsky can pick up readers, and yeah, Donny Cates has yeah, a lot but, of readers right but now. When you Scott start, Snyder, but, but the problem is when you start start moving away from physical and retailer copies you, just to be you, digital. You leave the public eye. Yeah. If Cullen Bunn just said, I make enough books to where I don't need to exist on this plane of existence anymore. I'm going to go to Substack only. He doesn't make any books other than Substack. People would stop talking about Cullen Bunn. Because yeah, because they'd be like, I don't want to do Substack to get Cullen Bunn's book. I'll rather go. I'll be, spend more money. Cool, guess what? I'm picking up another Marvel book. But I'm to up be fair, book. Cullen Bunn would probably have content. I know. Cullen Bunn would have a, a new book a week. I know. 80 bucks for Cullen Bunn. You do it. Legit, I'll pay for that one. That's like it, yeah. Cause that, that's a book a week. Yeah, yeah cause you'd be fucking. <laughs> that's a book a week. Cause you'd be, you'd be drowning it. in new books, even if they're bad. It's still weekly. I know. <laughs> Colin Bunn would be the most to make the most sense to do it, but Colin Bunn seems pretty adamant against that kind of stuff yeah. right now. I don't think he's done any digital exclusives. No. Unless they were adapted into comicsology trades, right? Which is a double-edged sword, but at least it got physical release. So I don't know. We talked about it last week. We'll continue to talk about it when it comes up. Yeah. But more of my favorite creators are now hopping onto this bandwagon it that I hope that they can sucks. recover from. Not that they can recover from like financially. Like, yeah. Oh man, they're detriments. But like, recover from as in like, that's kind of that the retailers are gonna like stop picking up their stuff. Yeah, they really will just not uh, carry. Didn't Ant like have a whole tizzy about the comicsology thing, and he's like, I'm not gonna support that guy anymore. Oh, no, my Scott Snyder. I didn't want to say his name. But that's yes. fine. I don't mind. 
Because yeah, so it, it, it's... He's only going to order the poll now, basically. Yeah. We got Noctera. I think we have, like, no, no books. No, we have a couple. Yeah, but, like... Yeah. That's but like it's also, also issue six based on polls. That's but at this yeah, point true. you based can't do polls, that anyway. Yeah. But like, so he's gonna like be less supportive because he's got eight books coming out for Comicsology. Yeah, like what? Like, yeah, and it's oh, and it'd be those books. That wouldn't be for. I know it wouldn't be for what's going on right now. Right. with the physical stuff. But like when those come into trades, Ant's probably not gonna buy any. No, he might buy one if someone orders it. Yeah, that's all it is. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like again, like that's the whole point. Like it's uh, spite it's, is annoying, but it is what it is. But it's true, because like, <gasps> it's like it makes no. Because you're not, because they're not supporting us. Exactly, they're just trying to support themselves. Yeah, like you should be fucking bringing shit in. And I like we understand supporting yourself. Yeah, but you need your you, you need, need base. Your base. your base still needs to fucking do shit. Yeah, you need your people. So let's move on to DC news. We got a lot of announcements from DC, mostly books from yes. the solicits and also just from basic announcements. Yes. So let's get into, um, let's talk about Justice League. Yes. So spinning out of Infinite Frontier number six, yes. we are getting Justice League Incarnate from Williamson and I think from Fornis. Yes. I believe so. Travel are. Foreman. One of those two. I could be wrong. But... Williamson's writing it, and it's spinning out of his... And I called it. Frontier. And you did. You called it way back. Yeah. You were like, that's a team that's going to get a book, right? Because you saw issue one, and you were like, yes. Yep, like, they're getting a book. <laughs> yeah, so Justice League Incarnate's getting a book, and they're probably going to fight the evil Justice League, or whatever they're called. Uh, in, in, I'm just calling in, it in Justice League Incarnate. Yeah, because uh, they don't have a name yet, but they'll yeah. have one in issue five, probably. Yeah. And also, uh, they actually fight Darkseid, we know, in issue six, uh, as a fallout to this. Dude, the, sh- <laughs> the cover from Mitch Gerard's is... Um, President Superman, I think that's who it is, right? On, yeah, for... Fighting shirtless Darkseid, and I'm like, what? In what, in issue six? Yeah, the, the oh, yeah. issue six, it's, them, it's him fighting shirtless, I'm like, why is Darkseid not wearing a shirt? Because he's the true form of Darkseid. It's the it's the Scott Snyder universe, uh, not Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder universe one where he doesn't have the armor. Yeah. He's just walking around naked. Yeah, it's like, hey. Why? He's the true form of Darkseid. Yeah, man. Nah, it's gonna be good. I'm yeah. excited. I fucking um, call it. Something I'm less excited about, Robins has won the DC Round Robin. Yay, more Batman. So I'm excited because I'm excited. we never had a big team book with them before yes. besides We Are Robin and yes. I'm not sorry, Robin War. Yes. But other than that I also hate the concept though. Bless you. Yes, uh, it's the Robins exploring Batman's past and finding no. out there was a Robin first. So there's what does a, that even mean? There's a Robin That's what you texted me. Yeah. So there's a Robin before Dick Grayson Impossible. apparently. Carrie Kelly, the original. So <laughs> there's a, a green oh, screen arrow. Um there's a Robin. What's cool is Stephanie's actually involved in this yes. now. The original cover didn't have Steph on it. No. It was just the four boys. Yes. And now Steph is in there, and I was yeah. like, okay, that's kind of cool. So it's them hanging out, and they're attacked by someone claiming to be the first Robin. And the first Robin apparently was a female. Oh, I was going to say, what if it's Richard Drake? And maybe, no, actually, maybe Carrie Kelly. That's how they go probably bring in Count Nudy. That would be fucking sick. And make her the Robin before Dick. Because Tim Seeley's doing it, and Tim yeah. Seeley, good, good, he did Good Nightwing for a while. That's what I'm saying. So, oh, if it was Carrie Kelly before Dick, that would be fucking awesome. Because Carrie Kelly's technically in continuity. She showed up in New 52. Yes. She was in, like, two issues when Robin right. died. And it was, like, that man and Robin, and it, it reintroduced Carrie Kelly. Yeah. And then she'd been out of the public eye forever. Yeah, because she ended up being a red herring. Yeah. They were, like, we... that I think that was editorial. So they were, like, we're going like, to do, do that, and then we can't do that yeah. type of thing. Um, so if this is a Carrie Kelly situation, that's awesome. If it's not, yeah, I'm still excited. I'm still excited. I'll but see like, how... But, like... So Batman just had another sidekick for what two seconds? Like I don't, we how how early into his career did he get Dick? Wasn't it like year three two. years? No, year two. It was two years. Yep. Year two. Or three. So that means he found a Robin within year one. No, we've seen every no. angle of year one like possible. Exactly. Like I don't know what the. Uh, but you can always have it where, you know, it's a thing. Maybe the Robin just thought they were helping and like I'm the first Robin. Maybe they're like psychotic or something. Right. We don't know. But since you said it was a girl, I was like, but what if it's Richard Drake from '89? It sucks that it's not now, because that would have been a cool way to tie it into it and have, like, the double, like, whoa. I know. But, you know, unless it's Starro. Robino, or, or whatever his name was. The Robin Starro from uh, League of Justice Legion. Oh, wait, from, um... Legion of Doom? Oh, Legion Jaro. Jaro, yes. Oh. Jaro. <laughs> That's so I funny. Hate it. I love you, Dad! <laughs> I hate it. So I'm excited so for the book only because I want to see all of the Robins yes. interact because we haven't well, really gotten one besides fucking Bat Batman book. That adds to the 15 Batman books and 20 something Bat Family books that already encompass DC's larger. I reading. know. There's 50 Batman related titles coming out monthly. I know. Monthly. It doesn't count Ro- Batman double taking. That doesn't count Fear State the event. It just counts the Prelude. Yeah. Or whatever or the Secret Files. Uh, yeah. Like. There's so many Batman books. I understand his characters sell, but and his characters are much. in popular media right now. Like Catwoman is in, yeah. um, it's gonna be in the new movie, and so is Penguin and stuff. But like, yep. 
It's so too much. Mu- it's so much too Batman. Much. There's literally three Superman books. I know. It's Superman. Uh, sorry, not Superman, Sonic Hell, Superman Authority, Action. Supergirl. And then uh, Superman... Oh, that's ending. Yep. Supergirl, yeah, but that's only a miniseries and ending at eight. Yeah. Not all the other ones. Most of the Batman... And Superman like, and Red and Blue. So there's five currently Superman... And if you want to count Super Sons for both, you got to count it for both. Yeah, Superman's, uh, yeah Super Sons is the same thing for... Yeah. Um, Batman and... Batman uh, Superman. Yeah. So, like, like, that's fucking ridiculous. There's, yeah. like, five Superman books, and there's fucking 50! I know. I know. I think it's closer to 45, but there's 45 yeah. Batman titles. There's two Wonder Woman books. Yes. I haven't even seen Wonder Girl release after issue two. I know. It's been fucking delayed. Uh, is, it, is it delayed? Like, I don't know it's where it delayed. is. It's delayed. And then, like, how? first of all, how is it delayed? You had Future State, and then you had three months to do nothing. I know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at Joella Jones, but, like, mm, come on. I know. But, like, it's just crazy that we have so many Batman titles, and then just keep adding on to it. Speaking of adding on to it, from Robbins, we now have Tom Taylor, which we love him, so we're okay with it. I know. Albeit, it's Batman. Dark Knights of Steel, which is a 12-issue maxi-series taking place in a Game of Thrones sword and sorcery-style reboot of the DC Universe with Flash, Superman, Zatanna, Mm -hmm. Constantine, and Batman and his family, including Alfred and Dick. Mm -hmm. And Lois is there. Dude, that's freaking awesome. I cannot wait. It's that so cool. It's so good. I know we just shit on Batman for like two minutes, but this is something that's really good. But it's different. It's not just Batman. You no. know? It, like, we didn't say, oh man, DC's just a Batman book because it's, it, it's its own thing. It's, yes. a universe. it's a different universe. It's not in yes. canon. It's its own universe. So this is just, oh, this would be so cool. It's be good. I'm super excited for this. I'm super Tom excited. Tom Taylor really knows how to do alternate universe stuff. He's done it great with Injustice. He's doing DC's. Deceased. And this is going to be his next magnum opus, I believe. He even said, like, um, he likes more, he's not crazy about horror, and he likes sword and sorcery stuff more, and that's what he ended up doing for this book. This is, like, his big book. I'm super excited for that. I love that kind of stuff. Tom Taylor really knocking it out of the park with Batman the Detective, and he's doing uh, with the other stuff. I'm just super excited for Batman, Game of Thrones, and the artist is uh, Yasmin Poutry, who's done a lot of the- uh, Looks great. Who's done a lot of the covers for um, the Nightwing books. Yes. Besides Bruno's covers, I believe they're like the B T the B artist, and yes. they do a lot of the reprints. They they know how to draw Nightwing's butt. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. So we're gonna get some primo steel butt cheeks. Everyone's gonna have tight butt cheeks. So like, because we've seen medieval Batman stuff before. Yeah, of course. Uh, even in metal, they have a couple medieval Batman's. There's actually a statue that came out a couple years ago of Batman from the medieval thing. Yes, I think Danny has it. Um, and it just looks like if that's what they're gonna make Batman look like, that's gonna be sick. Yeah. If you look up medieval Batman, you'll you'll know what the kind of vibe I'm talking about. The yeah. only image we got was all them standing like Game of Thrones crest style, with the crest of L. True. I'm excited to see if Superman's gonna have powers or if he's just gonna be like. No, he does because he definitely crash lands on Earth. They even said that's how the book opens up. Okay, because I was gonna say Flash is a wizard, I believe, and he's like gonna like learn how to like harness like, speed force. Yeah, I yeah. thought it would be cool if Superman had the sword of Excalibur, and he was the King Arthur in quotes. Yeah. Where he comes from a foreign land, and then he gets the sword, and he's invincible. They did that invincible. in, um, they did that in, uh, I forgot where Elseworld it was. Oh, well, then got me good, I guess. There's an Elseworld that does that. Well, adjacent thinking, I guess I didn't know about that. I know. Every idea isn't original anymore. So, I'm excited for the book. What are your thoughts on it, overall? I can't fucking wait! Dude, you know that? It's gonna be so good. We, we've been hyping it up, we're like, what is it? What is it? We even <laughs> had, like, our own little acronyms, and we were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong, I, so I think wrong. I said, like, deceased, like, King of Salvation or something. Yeah, which... which I thought would've been fucking sick. It would have been a dark side story. Yeah, it would have been a dark side story. I just finished... Dark side uh, goes, I can't do this. We need to help. I become a messiah. King of Salvation. Tom King? Finished, uh, Tom Taylor? You can use that. I just finished uh, Hobo World Done for DC. Oh, nice. So I got three, three books on my shelf. It looks so sexy. You gotta get on killables, dude. You gotta get the middle ground. Just bite the bullet and buy it, you fucking for loser. For three issues, I don't want to spend 20-something dollars. And you, you need it in hardcover because it looks ugly if they're not all in yes. hardcover. Because you have one, middle, and the other yeah. two. It just looks so stupid. I'm like, ugh. I gotta bite the bullet and cut. Because they're all cool. Like, they're the same col- cover, essentially, with different colors. Colors, yes. So cool. It looks so good. Anyway, but I love Tom Taylor's. I love Tom Taylor's writer. I fucking cannot wait for this. Um, it looks like... I forgot the Elseworld book, because in my Elseworld collection, um, they did, like, a medieval-style DC book. Yeah. But I think this would be more fleshed out. And this has a better direction, it seems like. I cannot wait for this book to come out. Yeah, and knowing Tom Taylor, we'll have more than 12 issues. Yeah, we'll have spinoffs and sequels and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spinoffs and sequels and... I cannot wait. <laughs> Events on my. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about the meat and potatoes of the episode. Let's talk about the topic of the week. Yes. Which you guessed it. Swords and sorcery. Woo! D&D. Yes. Basically. Swords and sorcery, as a writing concept, is high fantasy. High fantasy is things like uh, magic and wizards and, like, 
set in a medieval south a storytelling because you can have things like modern fantasy. Yeah. Like uh, a saga. Like saga. No. Saga. That's not modern fantasy. I'm that's sorry. Spa- that's... No, that's space fantasy. Yeah. Um, modern fantasy would be like wind. Once a future. Once a future. Modern fantasy. With a tip of like. But it's Precipice stylized. of technology. Yes. Precipice of modernism. Yeah. Anything that's set in a modern era is modern fantasy. But you can have hints in First the. First right. Boom. Figured yes. out. That's like on the nose. Yes, because that's a mix between modern fantasy, but there's parts of it that is sword and sorcery, but that's all modern fantasy. High fantasy is strictly sword and sorcery, uh, which is like D&D. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to take a look at some of our favorite stories from uh, uh, within the genre of sword and sorcery, because uh, there's a lot of them that exist. There's a lot. You got Conan, you got Red Sonja. You we got, have tons. Yeah, there's too many. Too many. So, too. Hunter, hit me with your one of your three. So, yeah, I'll start at the bottom and work my way up. Are you working your way up? Yeah, I'll work my way up, because I, I like to save the best for last. Right. My, mine's a little easy. You guys have probably already figured it out by now. Yeah. But I'll start at number three. Let's talk about Rat Queens. Okay. Rat Queens was a Dark Horse, I'm sorry, Image Shadowline book that came out. Yes. And it has two volumes. It has like 50 issues all together, but it's volume oh, yeah, one. Yeah. It's like 20 issues That's and then like 15 issues or something. Yeah, it's not the restart about halfway through and there's a couple one-shots. It is basically just D&D with an all-female cast, and they are all just like crazy little rat mother- motherfuckers. They're just like, ah, dirty, man. They're so fun. There's one rat character, and then the other ones are just like, I don't know. They're just like so scuzzy. It's awesome. Oh, God. Have you have you not read it? I read bits and pieces. Oh, dude. I read the first two, and then I read the bits and pieces of the rest because I'm just behind. That's fair. But, dude, Rat Queens is nuts. That's it's fair. Just think of D&D. Don't turn it on its head because it's not like die. But it's very much like just typical fun comedy D&D that you haven't really gotten for a while with an all-female cast. Okay. Well, not all-females, a couple. But it's just it's just really well-written. I think Ryan Ferrer did a lot of it before um, uh, they took over after. I'm sorry. You have it, right? I'll Google it real quick. Yeah, no uh, I'm sorry. Curtis J. Weeb did most of it. And then, you know, and then Ryan Ferrer yeah. took over. That was a, uh, in 2019. That was a bad The original time. series ran from 2013 to 2016, and the other one got picked up in mid-2019 and finished off the last, like, volume and a half, I think. Okay. So, yeah, this book's been going on for a while. Okay. But, yeah, it has been going on for a while. like a little ratty. If you haven't seen them. Oh, no, cast. I've seen them before. Yeah, they're not rats, but they're all, like, When you said that, I'm like, ratty. that's rats. No, they're all, like, ratty. Yeah. Yeah. So, grody is what I should have said. I apologize. They're all very grody. They're very, like, war-torn and, like, over this shit and very much, like, vulgar and fun. Yeah. and It's basically sex criminals, but D- D&D. That's right. If you, if you really want to yeah. boil it down to the fundamentals of why Hunter likes this book. Because <laughs> a lot of it comes down to, did Chip Zdarsky have a hand in it? No. Is it Chip Zdarsky adjacent? Yes. Hunter will read it. <laughs> Hunter will read this. <laughs> so I read a lot of my books. I'm like, oh, man, this is a funny sex book. I'll read it. That's why I want to write one. And I have a great one. It'll come out one day, guys. I know. Unless someone steals it. <laughs> All right, James, what is your number three? Mine is Weird World from Marvel Comics 2015 edition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after Secret Wars. Yes. So right in the middle of Secret Wars. It's right, right after Secret Wars. Wars. Right after. So what's cool about Secret, uh, about Secret Wars, about, about Weird World, it is that they took all the old school classic, like, 70s um, and 80s uh, sort of social guys and put them all together in one they book. They even drop Black Knight in there, too. Uh, yeah, Black Knight. Black Knight's your R. POV character, yeah. pretty much, but there's characters from like Saga of Crystal, uh, which is an old 70s like sci fi OG Marvel book, OG Marvel type, type of uh, sword and sorcery book. Uh, Morgan Le Fay, uh, and a lot of the characters from uh, what was it? Sky? One of them was Conan before it was Conan. Oh, it's Cull. Cull, that's what it is. Cull was in there. Yeah, um, what the hell was it called? Sky, I want to say Skull something, but it's not Skull Crawl? Slayer, Skull Slayer. Okay, uh, but they were all in this book together. Yeah. It's really cool. It was really. And I say this, but not that pun be intended. Very weird. Um, there was a, my biggest misgiving about that book, though, was that they never said whether it was set in like in Weirwood, like in like Secret Wars, or like it after. It came out around the same time. It came out, no, it came out right after. There, there was a uh, Secret Wars book titled Weirwood. Yeah. And it was it was pretty good, and it had most of those characters in it. Oh, but that's what I'm a, talking about. That's the one, no, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about the actual Battle yes, World. Yes, not the um, oh, not the sequel. Not the sequel. The sequel had uh, Michael J. Mo- uh, Michael DeMundo on the covers. Yes, and I think on the interior. Yeah, that one I didn't. Oh, like. so you're talking about the Battle World. I'm talking about the Battle World. Okay, one. Battle World's Weird World. Yeah, that okay. one was good. Now we know it's not up. the that's the 2015 one. Not the not the sequel. I was I didn't like the sequel because the sequel made it where like it boiled it down to like there's two of them. Yeah, like, it was well, like just Morgan, I think Krull. Yeah, and like and it was like. Weird because like they were traveling to Weird World, like Weird World is a separate like 
plane for like really and, and you can make real world like a, it's, it's a fucking and like, Frank Terry did a uh, Moon uh, not Moon Knight uh, did a Black Knight series where he also took over yes. Weird World and the Avengers were like D- Dane we need the sword because it's making you a dick and he's like but it's mine yeah and it was it's still that's how he acts I mean, but that's it was just it a little but no I liked Weird World a lot the Secret Wars version it was a cool way to bring all the social characters all that's, together that's how the Secret World that's how they all got together well, yeah. but it was really cool like that was like if you like social sorcery, you like Marvel. That's like the social sorcery Marvel. That's the OG movie. stuff. Yes. The only thing you don't get is um, you don't get Conan, but you get Conan adjacent, and you don't get Red Sonia. Right. But now Conan's back. Right. And Savage Avengers. Yes. <laughs> so what's your number two? Number two is Once in Future Modern Fantasy. Yes. Uh, is King Arthurian legend brought to life in this horror style where they're bad guys and yes. this monster hunting grandma and her grandson. Must team up librarian style to hunt librarian down... Librarian style. Yeah, like the, the show. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I want to make sure you knew. When yeah. I just said librarians, I'm like, books? No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Where they have to hunt down the mythos and the characters like Gwen makes an appearance, like the Green Knight, I think, yeah. I think it's Gwen. Uh, Lancelot's in there. Well, yeah. Uh, they talk about Excalibur. They talk about Nimue. Like, a lot of that stuff is just all interweaved into this. It's really cool. And I haven't gotten past volume two yet. Okay. Because I, I read it in trade, unfortunately. Yeah. Ew, fight me. No, that's ah. not bad. I don't, I, I, I don't I ever know. fucking hate you for fucking trade reading. <laughs> I know. I read a lot of shit in trade. I know. Well, you read a lot of older stuff in trade. I read yeah. the new stuff in trade. You're like... <laughs> I try not to read new stuff in trade. Yeah, you only buy Power Rangers in trade after you've already read it. Yeah, I, you just want all of them. I want it all. You don't understand. <laughs> I you read my, events in trade. I read events in yeah. trade. And... and I'll read events of trade unless they're important, important events that I love and I'll buy them in like, you, like you're reading Infinite Frontier. Right, I'm but, reading Infinite Frontier and I will pick up the trade. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like, I, things like, um, like King Black. Endless Winter, you're like, whatever, I'll yeah, pick it up Yeah, I'll pick up a trade, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Once a Future is just super cool. It's written by Kieran Gillen. It was That's originally, it. it's for Boom. It was originally supposed to be six, a six issues. A six issue miniseries. Is and now, then after the first issue, they announced it at minimum 25 issues. Yeah, they were like, here you go. Because they're on like 18 or 19 right now, and it doesn't look like they have a clear ending. Mm-hmm. They could easily just end in the next five. You know how comic books work. Oh, yeah. But right now, it's just like, where are they going with this? It was supposed to be six issues. And once you, if you read the first six issues, it is very much like, this is not how you end it. No. But that's because he switched the last couple issues yes. to make it make sense to drag it out longer. Yes. So now I'm like, does Kieran have, like, does he have a plan for plan? the ending? Or, like... Because, like, when you have an ending for a book, like, if me and you wrote a six-issue miniseries, we have an ending for that. Yes. And then all of a sudden, it gets super popular, and Boom is like, dude, you gotta make it an ongoing. And then we're like, what? what, what? Oh, yeah, now, okay, hold on. <laughs> Like, I don't, so you would have to drag it out. Yeah. I mean, he obviously could have said no. Yeah. But if he had a world building, if he had a world in his head that he wanted to do, he could yeah. always keep going with it. So it's super cool that that book is still going right now. Uh, it's one of those super hot books that a lot of speculators are all up in arms about. I think because it's got announced for a Netflix show or, so. or something. Like, yes, it got announced for something. I don't know. Fingers crossed it's not CW. I know. They do decent DC, but everything else they do. Sugar's amazing. Stargirl, are you behind? Did you watch the episode, the premiere? No. It came out last week. Oh, really? Episode two tonight. Damn. I, I, I literally watched it on Thursday. The only reason why I know Stargirl is currently filming and like releasing is because Sydney Olsen is the stunt double for um, Brecca Bessinger. Yeah. yeah. Whatever how you pronounce it. Yeah. Breck Bessinger. Sorry. And um, I, fa- I followed her through a completionist video. She's a parkour person. Yeah. She does a lot of stunts and I was like, what? It's awesome. Dude, I, I've seen some of the stunts because she's posting like after videos yeah. and I'm like, this is going to be crazy. You have to watch the first episode. It's uh, actually fucking, the opening's fucking creepy. Dude, I'm waiting for, um, well, because it's Obsidian, right? No, it's Eclipso. Eclipso, I'm sorry. Uh, Obsidian will come later probably. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 Someone that shows up in this episode one. Oh, dude, I'm excited. Episode one is fucking the final, like, five minutes of the episode. The final like, stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. With, like, a we, fucking, like... We, we predicted that, though. Yeah, we called that way before. Go, go back the... to our Stargirl episode. We talked about it. We're yeah. like, it's going to be JSA. Who are they going to bring in the season two? It's going to be great. It's going to be Grenadier, right? Because they have the fucking, the, the lantern. Yeah. <laughs> Hakeem. Hakeem. He's showing up. Not yet. He's not in the episode yet. <gasps> But I have to watch episode two. You can't just name drop him in the first episode. No, they didn't the name drop him in the first episode of season two. <laughs> the, oh, the little kids, uh, the little kid. Oh, what's his name? My oh, brother. I want to call him Brian. But it's, it's it not. could be Brian. Let's call him Brian. He's like, me and my boy Hakeem are doing homework today. Don't let him touch your pens. And he runs away. Is that what the no? The no, <laughs> no. They're supposed to go on vacation. And like, he's like, no, no, no Hakeem's going to cover your shift. Um, They're they doing this paper route thing. And the and final. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> And then uh, the final fight in the episode is cool. Oh, dude! I did for some reason. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't originally CW. They just right. picked it up afterwards. But, dude, 
Stargirl was just so good. It's I so can't great. not I cannot believe wait. how much that was so ugh, so good. There's a little bit of cammy acting, but overall. That's fine though. But dude, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh Superman season finale was the other day. I'm watching it tonight. Or it's tonight. Or it's was tonight. It, was it yesterday? No, it's either tonight. way. I can't wait for it to be on either Netflix or who uh HBO Max. It's I, gonna be the first five on episodes tonight. dropped and then they took them off. And I was like, why would you that's gonna be on tonight. Batwoman's on season two. I gotta catch up on my CW stuff. Flash just ended. Batwoman just ended. Superman's gonna end. So I'm doing a CW binge soon. I got. So we'll get to the Stargirl stuff once it's done. We will talk about Superman when it's over. Yeah, well, I gotta binge it. So you will, cause you have to. <laughs> You're like I'm demanding it. You have to set a date and I'll do it. Cool. It just can't be next week, obviously, because no, it's, it's a lot to watch. No. It's like 22 episodes, right? Something. Like, no, it's not that long. So 16. Yes, yeah, it's short. Okay. I think it's 13. Okay, then I might be able to watch it in like a week or two. We'll see. Yeah. We'll give him a great spirit. Yeah. Back into the books. James, what's your number two? My number two is... Read Once the Future. Yes, Read Once the Future. Mine is Books of Magic. Oh, DC. yeah, yeah. That's it's, pretty recent. Well, not the original. No, not the, I'm talking about the original. Oh, okay. I Books of Magic ones. from DC. Uh, that's where we got Tim Hunter from. That's, that's where we got actually, Harry Potter. Uh, that's, that's where we got Harry Potter from, guys. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's really where we got. Oh, Potter. really? That J.K. Rowling was that like came out before. Book of Magic came out way before uh, Harry Potter. Of course, it did. Yep. J.K., come on, dude. What are you doing? Because she sucks. Like you realize she sucks as a person. She's low key stinky. Yeah. So, <laughs> Books of Magic. High key stinky. What yeah. What are talking about? Uh, Books of Magic is a DC book from the original Vertigo title. It ties into uh, John Constantine. It's the world of magic. In the DC universe, it's fucking dark. It is sad. It ends with the end of the world happening. It's that's awesome. That's where the remember that last costume book that came out, uh, Heaven Whatever Fall, or yeah, Hell Rise. How, 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 it's literally the continuation of that book. Oh, that's awesome. I love he that lost. Kind of continuity stuff. It's well, fucking sense. dark Constantine as sense. shit. It's a great book. <laughs> that's awesome. But it revolves around Tim Hunter uh, finding out that he's like the chosen he's a one. Yeah, and he's a chosen one that has to navigate magic in the DC universe. He, uh, I found out about him when he showed up in Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Constantine and uh, the werewolf, the eye vampire guy, yep. and the dude who turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, so. No, it's like, so good. I was like, this is a Harry Potter kid. It's, yeah, like, it's so it dark. This. It's so cool. Yeah. It's very much. He reminds me of Wiccan before Wiccan was Wiccan in. Um, Marvel. Very much right so. Yes, yeah, that's exactly that so. story. Yeah, that's probably where they pulled him from. They were like, this guy seems cool. Let's, let's do a Marvel spin on him. Yeah, so it's really good. Definitely check it out. If you're looking for a more adult version of Harry Potter... Just read Vertigo. Just, I mean, just read Vertigo. <laughs> read anything Constantine Vertigo. Yeah, but if you're looking for a really, like, a Harry Potter for adults that's not, like, fan fiction, read... Yeah, there's Books of books Magic. Books, books of Magic. You could read Hellblazer. You could read Preacher. You could read any Sandman title. You could read Death. You could read whatever. Any... I know. <laughs> books of Magic, yeah. I totally forgot there was an old one. Yeah, Books of Magic one. I was like, good. the new one, really? Yeah, I was no. like... The old one. You're a secret lover of that one. I haven't heard you talk about it ever. I know. The old school? Yeah, no. Yeah. You've talked about that one once or twice. Yeah. Dude, oh man, that's such a good... I didn't know that. And Hunter, what's your number three? My number one. Number one, My sorry. Number, numero uno, T-Man. Of course so it easy. is. Mwah, it's a, a shirt. Meh, not originally a comic book. Mostly made to sell toys. Yes. But the comic books have been a big part of the He-Man mythos come... Most more recently with the DC stuff and the Dark Horse stuff and even the Image stuff after Marvel after DC originally had it, so we had a bunch of He-Man stuff through DC way back in the day. But the new uh, He-Man books that I want to talk about—I know we talked about a He-Man episode a while ago—is the DC He-Man books. Nice. Reiterating on that, please read those. As I was the only person at the store that was getting them, Ant would order one for me. And I was like, how is no one else reading these? These are so good. <laughs> Why? Why just me? Yeah, I was like, because every once in a while, Ant wouldn't have it. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, what happened to the He-Man? He was like, oh, it's damaged. And it was like beyond repair. And I was like, there's no more? He's like, you're the only one who gets it. I'm like, what? The hell? It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, the original one that came out after the crossover was like, it's hard to get in general. Oh, my God. And then get right the when, the, right when like, the Eternity... I have it. I right when the Eternity War... How much you have for I got it for like 80 bucks, and it's like 150. I know. I hate now it. it's like double. Probably. I'm so mad. Yeah, it is. You should have just fucking got it, dude. I know. Shoot yourself in the foot. It's fine, because my wife just bought me, uh, like, Mega Man volumes that were out of uh, print. That's like, awesome. She bought, like, one for like 43 bucks for me. I'm like, please don't do that. You're like, oh my god. You're like, please, please don't I'm do glad that. I like, love me. I'm glad that you love me, but like, oh. But like, for that, probably like four other trades at like a dollar. Like, <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> four trades for 10. What are you yeah, doing? like, what are you doing? There's a way it's, to an, do. it's a numbers game. Yeah. It's quantity over quality for comics. I'm also at 950 trades. I'm at 558. I just checked. I'm trying to get to 1,000 before the baby's here. Dude, that's only what? Like 20? Yeah, 50. I, oh, 50. I, th I thought you said... Jesus, I, Matt. I thought you said 980. I'm no, sorry. No, I, no, I'm not 950. Uh, mine was 558, and I was like 8. That's what you think of it. No, no. 980. I'm not going to get here. I'm not, I'm not going to get 50 more before the baby's here. Dude, you can pick up a bunch that we have here. You can pick up... I'm at 951, up, technically. 951. But it's, it's all the ones I read. 
I don't scan them until after I read them. Oh, so you probably have a bunch that are four, unread. I have four trades sitting right now that haven't been read, oh. plus two more in the coming of the mail. I scan them before I read them, so just in case I move or I lose one, I know which ones I need to get. I used I to do that, yeah. but what ends up happening is I forget that I didn't read them. Oh, I know I didn't read them because I have them stacked somewhere. Oh, yeah, no. You have the bookshelf. I don't have the bookshelf right yeah. now. So you're able to, like, vibe it up. I'm yep. like, ah. I'm like My wife, because she, she looked at the bookshelf. She's like, sometimes I get up in the morning, I turn around, look at the bookshelf, and go, he has a lot of Wolverine books, but he hates Wolverine so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you hate Wolverine mostly in the movies. In the comics, you don't hate him that much. I don't hate him so much. I just, because I have Wolverine the X-Men. But yeah. it's like a whole section of, like, it's just Wolverine the X-Men. She goes, but you hate him so much. She doesn't get it. so good. <laughs> like, the book's so good. Yeah, so going, sorry, yeah, sorry. going back <laughs> sorry. to... The he omnibus man, actually bought. Like, please read bucks. the DC. It comes with everything but the last two. It's I know. so crazy. And I have the last two. Yeah. So you just need that and you have all of them. I know. So it even comes with the originals and his first appearance, I believe. I know. Yes, it does. So, oh my God. From, uh, yeah. For this DC first, Presents. DC, yes. I have that somewhere kicking around. And I got it. It's a bad copy, but I got it for 10. Oh, yeah. I was like, nice. So, um, you know, so just go read that. Like, it was He-Man, Master of the Universe, into Eternity War. And Eternity War was honestly really, really, really good. They turned, um... Uh, she wrote evil. Tila, it's so good. Tila became like the sorceress in that one, and it was like ties in. It, it ties into what's going on even in the revelation, which yes. is like because it was just deep He-Man lore. I forget yes. who wrote that one. I think it was Waters um, and Abnett. But like, dude, it was just it's just it's such a good book, and nobody talks about it. One hundred thirty-four dollars right now. It just it rings in my ears. I'm so mad. It's Every on. time I look at the omnibus, the paperback's nine hundred and two dollars. Oh my god, they're a paperback omnibus. Yeah. Did they make one? <laughs> Did they make one? I, I, oh my god! I know. Anyway, like it just it's rings. Just shocking. It just rings in my head. Yeah. You're the only. Every time I look at it, you're the only one who gets this in the store. You're the only one. We order one, and it's for you. It's like what? Yep, oh, for you. It's such a good fucking book. James, what's your number one? Oh shit! Yeah, my number one's Fables. Does that count? Yes. That's sword and sorcery. Oh no! I've only read the first three no, volumes. Fate was not sword and sorcery. It's a cool fantasy book. But no, my, actually, my number one would be sword and sorcery. It's actually my number one book. What the hell is that? Sword and sorcery is actually the sword and sorcery book from DC. Um, but I'm actually, oh yeah, I'm so they're counting amethyst, right? But, uh, but I'm going to count the amethyst run, not the I'm the new fifty two run, not the old version. Oh, the new fifty two amethyst yes. was the main character. Okay, I was yes. like, the old version introduced her, and then also yes. had a bunch of other characters similar to like. Uh, not Tomb of Dracula. Um, Tales of Suspense and whatever Morbius yeah. appeared in. Uh, Adventures in Sphere. Yes. Um, yes. But I'm I'm counting my version of it is the actual sword sword of oh, sorry sword of sorcery, uh, the New Fifty Two version, which Amethyst was the lead in. Twenty twelve. Yes, it's a really cool book. Um, if you're looking for something that's really strictly magical, it's very magical girl. I kind of like Sailor Moon. Um, it's very. Dude, it's have you seen the two new movies on Netflix? I have not because you no, no. It's because I watched Crystal already on Crunchyroll, but they didn't have season three, and season three is only on Netflix. So I have to go back and rewatch season one, two, and three, then I watch both the movies. Ah, uh, okay. So it's, it's actually in order. Fair enough. But that's why I, did. I have to have time to watch from the beginning. <laughs> but if you like, if you like magical girl stuff like Sailor Moon, um, or like I Hate Fairyland, uh, they're bringing that back, by the way. Yes, I know. I saw that's going to be Substack, I think. No, Scotty Young. No, um, but yeah, if you like Sailor Moon, you'll like um, sort of sorcery. Um, it only lasted like what thirteen. It issues? didn't last long because the problem it, it was about as long as Frankenstein: Agent of Shade. Yes, it was when DC tried to relaunch a lot of their Everything. old books, mostly to keep IPs, but also to introduce characters into the no. wider universe. There's a reason why they did. They actually broke it down. Why oh, they, they did broke it down? Yes, why they broke it down? Because I know they needed fifty-two books a month. No, so they were doing it in wave releases. Yeah, so, well, yeah, we know that. So they were doing it on purpose. So every wave. It would end. So it would be X amount of books of this uh, this wave we release, and what didn't sell got chopped, and whatever sold stayed. Yeah, like Hawk and Dove. And then by the they end, Hawk and Dove is a one through eight. I was like, this is cool, but it so was by the dog. end of I think they said by the end of three or at the end of three years, you would have your DC universe going forward. Yeah, because they'd be like these are the books that all stayed. the stuff that didn't sell would be at the bottom. Everything, yeah, that everything that survived the pretty much yeah, crucible. Frankenstein survived way longer than you think. Thought yes, it was. and it tied into um, I think the Swamp Thing and Animal Man books and like, Authority or uh, Storm yeah. Watch. But there was but yeah. a lot of crazy books at that time, and Sword and Sorcery was one of the ones that Sword and uh, Sorcery. Yeah, yes, um, it's a really good book. Um, like I said, it's more. It actually would work well if they relaunched it now. Oh, for sure. Well, they did um, an Amethyst book by Amy. They're doing Reader. one now. They're doing another one. Yeah, because it's based off the. Uh, the um, 
The Free Comic Book Day one. Yes. But, uh, you know, Amy Reader's was a six-issue miniseries. I remember talking to Bob Breyer. He was, like, in love with that book. It should, cause it, I it, checked out the first issue. It was good. And I just... Because it ties into... I think it ties into Young Justice. Yes, it does. Because she shows up in the general arc. Yes. Is this arc two or three? Number one. It was the first one. I that's thought it was the second one. No. That's why it works so well. Amethyst is a bad bitch. Do you want, like, that's what... <laughs> Amethyst is a bad bitch. <laughs> like, it's a good book. I think the problem is like it just doesn't work well when it's set. It feels when it doesn't feel like it matters to the DC universe. And I get that. It's 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 the problem when you pick books up like that are genre specific in a world of like DC. Like Human Target works when you put him with other characters. Like it only you couldn't do a Chase book right now. Chase, Chase is book? no Chase is a character from the DEO who is like it's like a super spy book. Oh, but Human Target's able to be done because it's him interacting with the J, J, JLI. Right. For Tom King's book. But yeah. a Human Target book by itself where he's like, I'll take the hit for my client. That would have been Doesn't a new 52 work. book that lasted about eight issues. Right. Exactly. Just like G.I. Zombie. Exactly. 11 issues. Underrated book. I love that book. But it makes fuck sense. G.I. Zombie? Like, when what? Because you want more when you're in a bigger universe. That's yeah, all it is. Exactly. Like, Amazon would work as an independent book. Mm-hmm. But... Because it feels weird and awkward set, being set in the same universe as like Superman and Batman and all of them and Wonder Woman and her not interacting with them, it's hard to do. Yeah. Um. They could have done it where like now sp- spinning it out of Young Justice, they could have done something else with her. But the idea sucked and editorial was garbage and now we're in a weird infinite frontier space. <laughs> um, it's really frontiers. cool. Definitely check out <laughs> that Sword of Sorcery uh, from the 2015, 2012-2015 run of that book. It's awesome. Check it out. So yeah. That's our topics. Yeah, so man. Do you want to jump into our books? I'll Let's go first. Let's hop our store picks of the week. James, what did you pick? I picked Kang the Conqueror. Surprise, you didn't pick Trial of Magneto, which is I just hot off the presses. going to. aching for your love. I was going to. <laughs> but I was like, nah. You I, already read it. You said it's good. Yeah. I, I, if it's, it's, and Leah's it. on it, so we, we trust her with Magneto. Mm. I do. Mm. I think she did. Okay. Mm. Whatever. So, it's written by <laughs> Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, and off by Carlos Mangio. Oh, Lansing? Hell yeah, dude. So, this book is a new origin, or kind of retelling origin, of Kang Conqueror. Kang Conqueror. Um, I don't want there is spoilers in it, but it does reveal a lot of the big presence of his life, why he's in love with Ramona, uh, Ramona Renslayer, and... Because she's a badass bitch. Well, yes. <laughs> um, Have you seen Loki? But also, this explains why Kang ends up being the way he is. Um, uh, yeah, kind of. Um, but <laughs> yeah, when's that coming? I don't know. It's uh, should be coming soon for 75. 75. Oh, never. Um, yeah, sorry okay. for interrupting. No, it's fine. Because Tom, oh, Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor book. That's why. <laughs> Tom Taylor, yeah. I was like, Tom Taylor, Dark Ages, check it out. <laughs> um, we're definitely doing a review. I feel we haven't done a wrap up in like forever. We gotta figure one out, dude. I know. It's because we get lazy when we read these books. That and also we forget that a series ends early, and then something else is normally happening around the same yeah, time. Yeah, so we have to like. Oh. So, what's really cool about Kang the Conqueror, the action story, it is very wordy. That's my biggest knock on it. It's very, very text heavy. It's kind of like, oh my god, and the o- the opening is. Also, if you didn't check it out yet. Oh no, I have not. Oh, man. Oh, it's one of those spread paint. And there's another one with more I saw. Yep. Oh, you got to love that. I, I was like, oh, it's very wordy. But you kind of need that for Kang, for a character that has a very complicated origin. Um, it's really awesome. It, it's cool to see how Kang interacts with his younger self. They are kind of reconning that the Young Avengers story with Iron Lad was the first interaction with him and the younger yeah, version of himself, which yeah. is fine. Um, but, yeah, it's a really cool story. It does set up why Kang is the way he is. And why certain characters matter to his history. Um, it's really cool. Check it out. It's going to be a six-issue miniseries, I think. Um, especially if you watch Loki, you should really check this book out. I am giving it four out of five. Like wow. I said, my real only reason I'm giving it four out of five is wordy as hell. Uh, and it's not a bad thing. You need exposition. It's just that I know Kang enough to, like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. But for new readers, you kind of need it. So Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with Kang's backstory. I know a little bit. Like, I know a based lot. Based off what I know of, like... Young, uh, Young Avengers, and yeah. what I know about the Loki stuff that kind of gives you a loose origin, yeah. and then what I know about, obviously, just Kang in general from overall media that we've gotten. But yeah, no, from what I've read uh, up on that briefly, for a while I was just skimming it, and what you just when, what you were talking about, I'm excited for Kang for the future. Kang is a character that we need more of, and I'm surprised it's his first book. Ridiculous. Sorry, you can keep talking. No, no, no they, they have one for each of them? 
Yeah, I'm looking at like all the versions of them. That's awesome. And like all his major comics. All right, so I'll talk about my pick of the week. This week I did Killer Queens from Dark Horse Comics, written by David M. Boer and art by Claudia Balboni. It is a sci-fi pulp story about two ex-assassins who are both... Oh, they're ex-assassins. Yeah, they're ex-assassins who are both... I'm sorry, formerly... They're fully reformed intergalactic assassins for hire. Um, They are both... uh, How do I say this? They're both LGBT. Yeah, that's all you had to say. Oh, I, I was going to flub the word. I wanted to make sure I oh. paused and then continued. That's fair. So they're both part of the LGBT community, and Max and Alex traveled the intergalactic space trying to get laid and solve problems. So now that they're not assassins anymore and they're running away from their former assassin ringleader, who's a jo- who's a little monkey with a jetpack, who's so fluffy <laughs> and so cute. Oh, that's their boy! Yeah, that's their boss. That's their ex-boss, I should say. Yeah, that's their boss. He's not just some dude. Oh, and, that's um, crazy. So it's basically Flash Gordon with a female spin as the main character, and the side character is just kind of Arthur from The Tick, okay. but turned up to 11 on the LGBT scale, and that's my downside. He is very much... He's a stereotype. He's, he's a stereotype. So, which is good for pulp, because like, the stereotypes is yeah. what made pulp stuff like how it is. Yeah. But it just sucks when I'm reading this in a modern day, and I'm like, he is very annoying. He's just it. like they're playing the stereotype. They go to a female planet, and he's like, "Oh, there's no guys here. What am I gonna do, Alex? Why'd you bring him to a planet with no dicks?" I'm like, "Really? That's his character?" I know. It's I a, didn't like it. It's very poor. But he's got quippy dialogue, which is yeah. fun because they have a good rapport back and forth, which All I right. like with characters. If they don't have a good rapport, I feel like you're lost. What are you doing? So they do have a great rapport, and they obviously are friends. But there's a little bit too much meta, and a little bit too much Max being too stereotypical. Again, that's the problem. You... Like this book is like one of those books that like wants to push boundaries, but then sets it back. Okay. Not I'm not knocking on anything that Boer's done in the past. I've read some of their books before. It's just that one Max. Just I don't like Max right now. That's right. But this is only issue one. They can easily go through some character development, which I feel like they need. But. Like I said, back a little bit of the plot, they were ex-assassins who are now hired by Alex's ex-girlfriend to basically solve a, kind of get into like a peace treaty with a rival uh, on their planet, but they end up messing it up because their monkey leader is trying to get them, so I don't want to go into heavy spoilers yeah. on the ending, but I <clears throat> there's going to be some deep doo-doo, so I don't know. The art's really good, but my only gripe is Max. He's just not a well-written character. That's fair. Personally. That's fair. Everyone else in this book is fine. Even the characters that are just one-offs. Like, you just see them in the background because right. the dialogue is quippy. Okay. It's just, I don't like Max. That's right. what it is. It's just like, gah. Stereotypes are just so angry. Stereotypes are stereotypes, and that's... Yeah. It gets annoying. So, I'm giving the book a four. Okay. Mostly for Max and a little bit of the, um... The dialogue is a little too meta for me. Like, when I was reading Crush, I was like, why is this so meta? Crush was never meta before, and now they're super meta? Why? Fair. When a book is, like, there's enough... Like, when Chip Zdarsky wrote himself into, him and Matt wrote themselves into uh, Sex Criminals, it was a nice little cheeky nod to, like, what should we do for the next panel? We should do that. Like, but this is just, like, there's a scene when it's, like, a splash page where they have the ship and they're leaving, and they go, oh, this is the part where we talk about, uh, this is the part where we have a dialogue about stuff we already know. Right. And I'm like, because the reader needs to know. Ha, ha, ha. I get it. Is that That's just rubbing the wrong way. That's fair. You treat me like I'm stupid. I get it. I get it. You know, you have to tell a story. If they just took out that one bubble, I'd be like, oh, this is great. That's fair. But that one bubble, I was like, really? It's like the third page. What are you doing? It gets to you. Yeah, especially... Uh, Crush rubbed me the wrong way, so maybe this is the same thing. Anyway, it's a four. It's a really good book still. I'm not going to yeah. knock it. The The art is great, and the story so far, from what it looks like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So ex-assassins now trying to solve problems and not be bad guys. I like that. They it's put a good the redemption sass in assassin. They put the sass in assassin. Yes, oh, they do. It's a good tagline. So... On to our store pick of the week. James from Boom Studios, written by Sarah Gailey, with, I don't want to say art by Pi, uh, art by Pius Bach and colored by Roman Titov. James, we have we Eat read? the Rich. Hell yes, best title in comics, hands This down. is going to be kind of, so normally we do right into sport, like right into the full thing, but this is a very different style of book to do that for. But obviously if you can listen to the title and heard what James said on the live stream, you can kind of already assume what's going to happen. Right. But... Very awesome. Yes. So, the book is about a... Jo- uh, Joey? 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 Joey. Her name is Joey. 
uh, meeting her. She's a college graduate with her boyfriend. They just recently graduated and they're heading back to meet the parents for the first time. Alistair's for Aster. Aster hasn't been back at his parents' house since high school and uh, since college and since he quit drinking. Yes. And he's afraid that he's not going to fit in. He doesn't like want to fall back and recess into his former self because he feels like he was bad. Right. We don't get too much of that right now. We'll probably get much later. You get some bits and pieces later. But Aster is a super rich kid and Joey is basically a regular person. Right. Very much get out style where it's like a law she's a law student. They're both law students. That's how they met. Okay. Um and her trying to integrate with his family. And you're right, it's very much like get out. Like she goes to the the community and she's trying to like like the 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 security guards like to help take her bags and like run away really quick. And she's like, I could have done that myself. Right. And then she's talking to the help and saying, Oh, if you ever need like a babysitter for the kid, I could, you know, yeah. Help you with that, and they're like, "No, you do not help the help. You are gonna lose this fucking whole. You're gonna fail the the test that they're gonna give you to see if you're one of them, and it's gonna end bad for you. You need right. to pretend like you're rich or act like you're into this society and yeah. treat us like dog shit because that's what we are." Right. And I'm and like, "Oh my that's god, crazy!" Like you meet you meet his parents, Pip, Pip and, and Kitty. Pip and Kitty, very, which is very much like a, a very rich. TV rich nickname. Dude, when so. Pip is introduced, he's like, "I'm Pip, and I'm plumb as hell to meet you." And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Get out of here!" Uh, Who talks like that? You meet Cartwright, which is the baby Cartwright's brother. Cartwright's the baby, and then yeah. you meet Bumper, who is uh, Aster's best friend and alcoholic. Yes, <laughs> that's right. And uh, alcoholic. and alcoholic, functioning alcoholic, mm-hmm. still an alcoholic. Um, and you meet, like, the other families that are trying to... you meet the other rich people that are just around. But, like, really primarily, you meet all of Alice's family, um, and they're very much the stereotypical rich people, like, it's all, it's all the same lines Get Out has. And there's also very, like, cheeky nods to, like, what's going on. There's a picture of them holding meat, there's a picture, um, on the beach, there's, like, a fucking jaw, like... It's crazy! There's a scene where they're chopping up meat and it doesn't look like that's venison! Yeah, It's a lot like, oh, (laughs) what are they gonna show us? Yeah, exactly, you're waiting for it. You're waiting for the reveal, and obviously, based off the title, based off the covers, you see what's going on, Yeah. but when the reveal still happens, you're still like, what the fuck? Because the way they do it is not just, like... They pace it very well. Yes. Um, and again, I like the POVs through Joey's eyes. Um, I think uh, we, I we wish can relate to them right. because they're, they're just not, like us. They're right. like, um, my, one of my bosses, his wife is super, not super rich, but his, she comes from a rich family yeah. and he does not. Right. So integrating that, like if I, if I showed him this book, he'd be like, they do sound like that, but they just don't eat people. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it, it is. It's very much just like they, 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 these rich people, these high up rich people really do act like this where mm-hmm. they're so pompous and like. Ooh, the help. Ooh, we're having a retirement party for this guy. Mmm, the groundskeeper just left. Mmm, like yeah. all that, like, bougie shit. It's, and it's sound because they, they, it's really cool because they capture the it's idea that you're not, like, you, even without the whole back end of what happens yeah. in the industry, <laughs> like, you still don't belong there. Yeah. That feeling of not belonging, and that's, uh, and that you can do that in any sort of class. At the beginning, she's even like, this is too soon. She's like, I know I brought this up, but like, this is soon. You know, we started dating like a semester or two ago, and this is like, what's going on? Oh shit. Right. Oh. She's like having a little panic attack, and even Aster hops out, he goes through a tunnel, and he hops out, and he's like, He's like, I haven't, he can't I haven't been here it. since. He's like, I haven't been sober at one of these family functions since I was 12. I'm like, fucking 12. I'm like, okay. But it's just like, oh. Yeah. It's a lot to take in for this, and I'm just excited. I'm down for the ride, man. Yeah, man. I haven't seen a book like this in a while. No, no, I haven't either. It's really cool. It's really, really good. Um, it hits a big point, in fact, that, like, one, I like the name Eat the Rich. It's a society. Um, but it's a society book, yeah. and it really is cool that, like... We just need a book called Be Gay, Do Crimes, and we have the best titles of books. I know, Eat right? Eat the Rich, Be Gay, Do Crimes. That should be our book. Be Gay, Do Crimes. I think Cena Grace is working on something similar Damn it. Like um, but it's a really good book. I'm really excited with it. it it's very different. Uh, it's up top. Um, it's really cool. It's very different. Uh, definitely recommend it to anyone looking for a book. It's really cool type look on society. Um, but also a cool horror book. And if you like Get Out, you like this book. Oh, for sure. If you like anything by Jordan Peele, you'll like this. It says very Peelian. Oh, did you see his last, his, the, tra- like, the poster for his new movie? Yeah, you know, it's called like... Nope! It's called Nope. It's called Nope. <laughs> and it's got Kiki Palmer and like, Dave Kalua in it. And like, black people, like, like yep. Dude, nope. it's going to be a horror movie where Kiki Palmer and David Kalua are going to be like, you do know that I'm black, right? And yeah. like, I'm not going into this haunted house. It's, I'm not. I hear a sound at night. I'm not going to walk down and go investigate the basement. I do that that's going to be the movie. I said something to my wife. Like, <laughs> it's going to be you nope. know I'm black, right? Like, I'm, like, I'm not doing this. It's going to be hilarious. I cannot uh, wait. His movies are so good. Got, Us is like ridiculous and Us Get Out is just amazing. That's where like, Keith got his I shot. I did man. not like Antebellum, though. 
Annabelle wasn't really him. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it was from the same studio that produced the movies. Oh, that's But why. it wasn't him. That's why. It's... He was, I think he was an executive producer, but he wasn't a producer, or vice versa. Yeah. Annabellum was a cool little twist, but it wasn't. didn't have enough society for Jordan Peele. I know. It was still pretty good, though. It was good, though. Yeah, I admit. So, James? Oh, we're getting the book. I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a fucking five. Eh, 4.5. No, I'm giving it a five. I, th- I thought the, the, the pacing was great, but only problem came to it where it was like it didn't get there fast enough. Eh, I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a four or five. It, it's, a, it's a five, let's be real, but it's the four or five for if you're picky like me for pacing. Yeah, yeah. Because the pacing is good I know. up until, I, like the, I feel like the beginning just teeters. The first four pages are like, Come on, come on, come on. And I then mean, it, it kind of like repeats the same explain, line. Exactly. Yeah. There's, a, there's too much repetition from Joey's character right at the beginning. Yeah. Where it's like, oh man, this is too soon. Oh man, this is every panel. And I I'm know. Like, I get it. I you're get having it. an anxiety attack. You're it. anxious. You're meeting your parents, your boyfriend's rich parents. Yeah. But like, skip some of the dialogue. That's something it. Jeff would have told us to cut the fuck out. He's like, no, you don't need that repetition. Exactly. He's like, no, I'm an English teacher. Get out of here. I know. <laughs> anyway, so four or five, but it's honestly five. Cool. It's really good. I can't wait. Awesome. Issue two. I, I, I I don't, is it a five issue miniseries? It's boom, so it's five issues. Could be six. Boom does six. Five six, yeah. James, close this out. This is a short episode. It was. Guys, thanks for listening. You can head over to our website, andrewscomics.com, check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at andrews underscore comics, the podcast Instagram, Andrew's Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Andrew's Amazing. For updated news, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. And as always, support your local comic shop, and have a nice day. Peace.